You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, baby. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. <laughs> is this a Losers Lounge? Yes. I have a question. Is it? Yes. Why? We lost. Who did? <laughs> the Nuggets. Did they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the score says yes. They, they actually <laughs> I'm just saying the, the the Denver Nuggets, as we know them, won. Sure. Jamal Murray hit a little buzzer beater. Remember that? <laughs> and then these other guys showed up. I'm just saying. I don't know, man. I'm going to call it a preseason lounge, not necessarily a loser's lounge. Uh, excited to be here, man. No shortage of takeaways. No shortage of discussion points. After a full offseason, we finally have some an actual look at these guys. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, they make their return. Christian Brown, P. Watt, they make their debut. <laughs> Let's go. And then all kinds of Let's faces, go. new and old, also join. And speaking of old faces. don't You better not come to me next. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I've got D-Line coach. <laughs> you dirty bastard. Uh, guys, what a great game. Uh, I it? love, I was uh, keyed in mostly on that fourth quarter. <laughs> Is that when he really perked up? I just thought that the way that Ish Smith was running that fifth unit was yeah. uh, something to behold. <laughs> uh, I, over here, I got Superstar Dev. I mean, it was so... I was so glad to be back with the boys. I was excited. <laughs> you was. I was excited to see you guys again and uh, be on the lounge and stuff like that. Like the game. Mm. Yeah. 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 Game was tough. It was fun in the first half. It was fun. Yeah, it was. I feel like I had more fun than anybody tonight. I mean, I'm telling you, like this has been a long time coming to get a, a look at it. Was it anticlimactic as preseason games often are? Yes, it was. This game actually. Look at Dev. Look at him over there. Do you see that? Did you see that, Kale? Next time, get a close-up. Next time, he yawns like that. Oh, Oh, big yawn. The tired bear over there. Oh, no. This reminded me. By the way, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Dev, it's preseason for all of us, isn't it? We're all just trying to get the rest out, you know? When it actually matters, (laughs) that's what... Like, that's what everything is. that what you're telling all the gamblers that took your advice that their money didn't matter to you? Look, it truly mattered, and I'm gonna be better throughout (laughs) this season. You guys know me, you know me. Come on, man, I'm me. Yeah, I'm me. I'm him. Um, we gotta start. I mean, look, man, there's a lot to get into. Should I do a quick recap of this game? Just a quick one. I mean, this is a weird one because I don't really have the notes are so fragmented, but um, (laughs) Nuggets got no stops to start. The very first stint for the starters. Kind of ugly, man. Like, kind of, uh, I don't want to say discouraged. Nothing can be encouraging or discouraging, really. But it was one of those ones where you're like, guys, get one stop. Just one good <laughs> defensive set of you know possessions. And they couldn't do it. They kept giving up buckets nonstop. Um, and then there was just a funny rhythm to the game. There were some great highlights mixed in with some just like, possessions where like nobody seemed to know what they were doing season low lights it was like it was a such a the first quarter of this game was peak preseason oh god it was peak preseason um but i will tell you a highlight to me personally and that is that michael porter it doesn't matter if he's rusty it doesn't matter if he's been out for a year it doesn't matter if you just get him shooting pull-up jumpers he's good at it mike let's go uh, he started the game three or four from the field, and it was just like classic Mike. He's such a good shooter, man. <laughs> like he makes me laugh too when he makes these buckets. I'm always just like, man, that's a tough shot, but of course it's cash money. I love it. It's love fun it to so watch. Much. Um, Jokic did not shoot. Jokic in the first quarter did not look at the basket. Jokic telegraphed that he was not going to shoot unless he absolutely had to at all tonight. 
Weird what, energy from Yoke. What would be the situation tonight where he had to? I guess he shot one. He had to. They passed it to That's him with right. like half he, a they second They shot him left. a grenade. Yeah, they threw him a grenade. He, they did and shoot he had to. Right. Uh, DeAndre Jordan played over Zeke Naji. That was one of the big things we were looking for. I'm not surprised given how training camp went, but that's a big note here. And it was 30-21 to 21 Oklahoma City. 30 points given up to Oklahoma City's back B squad. You know, they're missing Lou Dort. They're missing Shea Gildas-Alexander. Chet Holmgren, obviously. Um, and Nuggets are down nine. The second unit, man, spacing might be a problem. This is going to be a thing we're going to talk about. But that second unit just looked really clunky, other than the times when Bones would pull a rabbit out of his hat. Ish Smith came in for Bones in the first half. I don't know if there's, we should read into that or I don't know why. Bones didn't play very many minutes tonight. It was kind of weird. Ish Smith played a lot. Um, but then the starters came back in, guys. And if you want something to really hang your hat on, it's that second stint with the starting group. They closed the half looking good. It, it, it looked like, you talked about shaking the rust off or whatever, it looked like the Nuggets took all the way until about five minutes left in the second quarter to finally be like, hey, all right, how do we do this again? That's right. And what did we get in there? A yeah, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike. We got an official <laughs> yeah, Mike. You know the best part about Michael Porter is when you could tell he's about to pull up and he's dribbling up the court and you're like, oh, here's a pull up <laughs> I think I even said it. I was like, are we going to get a yeah, Mike, in the in the preseason? Got a yeah, Mike. And sure enough, he just pulls up and drains it, and your, my soul went to heaven for a few seconds. Um, <laughs> KCP struggling with his jumper tonight. A lot of guys struggling with their jumper tonight. KCP struggling with his. But then Jamal Murray, the, again, probably the actual best part of the game. The last, like, two, three minutes, he just caught fire. He knocks down a couple threes. He hits a buzzer beater to put the Nuggets up one heading into the half. And it just felt like, I kind of wonder if Murray didn't get that little, it wasn't quite a flurry. What's below a flurry? A uh, dusting. There was a light dusting. There was a Murray dusting out there. Just a little dusting. You kind of—I almost got the sense that if that didn't happen, we would have felt so like empty, you know, because Murray looked a little rusty at first. But then he gets one of those, and you're like, oh hell yeah, feel good about it. Um, Second half, really quick. Starters didn't play in the second half. He just bench unit. Jokic did have a wrist, uh, his wrist wrapped with ice. Yeah, I'm told. Uh, Is it something? Katie Wingy says no. But uh, you be the judge. I'm going to say nothing is when you don't have your <laughs> Yeah. I would agree with you Like, you know what I'm not going to do when I get home? Yeah, ice your wrist. Yeah. No, I might. I'm pretty old. <laughs> Think about just randomly icing, like, your knuckle or your, yeah, like, your, your ear or something the, like, like that. I just like, leave the office. Nothing's wrong with me at yeah. all. Like, hey, man, why do you have ice all over your wrist? Hey, like, like, what happened, man? You fall or something <laughs> like that? No, no I just nothing. like it. It's, it's actually cool. nothing. <laughs> There's There's no no listen to me. It's nothing. Just like the... Cold, cold <laughs> shoulder. I was a hot wrist. Yeah. My notes here in the second half are that that second unit just doesn't mesh that well. I mean, at least they haven't yet. I do. They do deserve you know a little bit of leeway here. But just watching them, I'm like, I don't know. Other than Bones doing something awesome, which he didn't do a ton of tonight, I don't know what's going to happen there. Zeke Naji finally came in. I thought he gave good minutes. He was the leading scorer tonight with 15 points. What? Uh, and isn't that wild? And then we hit, took a first. A one-way ticket to Browntown. Holy smokes. We took a one-way ticket to Browntown in the fourth quarter. We got Christian Brown. We got P-Watt. Man, we got to work on some better names for the rookies. P-Watt and Browntown. And uh, it didn't go that great. Uh, I thought, I'll actually say this. Christian Brown couldn't make shots. He's clearly in his head. O of six. Missed the layup even. But I will say that Peyton Watson tonight, I thought he had some moments that popped. It, I'm not saying he like was great or this or that, but I thought he had some moments where I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm excited to watch those again tomorrow and kind of go through it. Um, Dev, give me your big takeaway from this game. What's your big reaction? That it does not matter um, how tough, it does not matter how many um, or how tall the defenders are, MPJ is going to shoot right over. It does <laughs> not matter. Like You could be as close as you want to that yeah. guy. There's so many things that could happen, like, wrong on a play. Get him the ball, get out of the way, and he's going to make something happen. There was a lot of plays that, like, were not good plays. Like, you've seen a lot of the old uh, Michael Porter Jr. moments um, in that game, but when he when he shoots it, it's going to go in. And it felt good to feel that again, where you're just like, no, no, no. Mm. What a good shot. Just a tough shot. And it's a tough shot for but other they, people, not him. I was going to say, don't they? I I just think they're going in. Man. Every single time. He still has the the <laughs> like the most think. beautiful like jumper. You do not ever think. It doesn't matter how tough it is. Really, He's the honestly. weirdest player of all time, man. He was so, five of seven tonight. So I honestly, think. it was so great to see him get back um, into a rhythm, get back into himself. And really, I feel like whenever uh, the, the, there's a shot clock and you get it to him, good things can happen. What's your big takeaway from this game? Uh, that the Nuggets are back, man. 
The Nuggets are back. I mean, that was. I mean, they are back. They're right. that that's uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. being on the court with Nikola Jokic produced some of the things that we've been so sorely missing for a year and a half. Those moments, man. Nikola Jokic had absolutely no interest in playing this game. Like, and I don't blame him. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, I mean, you see something. It's like a lot of preseason. You just laugh at it. It's like whatever. I know. I know. But. Man, Michael Porter Jr. hitting that, like, shooting with confidence. You know what's going to go in. Jamal Murray having, like, that little... (sighs) The first time he hit that three, it was like, oh, my God, man. I can't believe it. It was actually really a great moment, man. I can't... I'm surprised at how much of a moment it was for me. It just felt good for Denise to make it. Like, the offense was kind of weird. Although, like, when it was, like, the first team offense, when it was starting to go, it was, like, hilarious. Like, it was like that... You know that blessed eight days where like there was just a guy open all the time in like a comically large way, like right. just like wide open, ball delivered, and then you know either shot or at the rim like finishes it off. Like I it did, I I just you just see it, you just see it immediately with this. Wasn't that shot like perfect? Didn't it come like right at, as a timeout? Yes, as soon course. as he hit it, like, well, I think they called a timeout because of it. That's kind what of I'm a, saying. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just like so great that yeah. he got to have a moment, go over to the bench, like you know. Um, be embraced by his teammates and just like get that weight off of your shoulder. He needed that. Yeah. It was a really cool moment. I, I'm going to, between the two of you, I am going to award this to Dev. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dev wins this one. And he wins it because I'm with you, man. Michael Porter to me, like Jamal Murray, I think is going to take some ramp up, you know, and he has a bigger role. He's handling the ball. He has to do like more, I would say like um, more things just on the court. But Michael Porter, man, five of seven tonight. Two of four from the three-point line. I do just feel like when he gets shots, they're going in at a very oh, yeah. high rate, like an insanely high rate. And it's it's just so fun to watch him be back out on the court and find him. I mean, I wish the team could even find him more, although he did take seven shots. The only person that took more than him on the starters, who would you guess? Uh, You'll never guess. It was KCP. He took more shots. He was one of eight. You would never guess. But <laughs> You weren't going to guess that. But my point is... I mean, Jokic was weird tonight, of course. He only took one shot. But Jamal took seven. Gordon took six. Porter took seven. Caldwell Pope took took eight. To me, uh, things are going to change. We're going to talk about Jokic in a little bit. But I kind of love that everybody got seven to eight shots out. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. And I love that Porter went five of seven. Just, again, his shot making is ridiculous. The thing about Michael Porter is the things he doesn't do well are so frustrating. And you want this or that. But And the reason it's frustrating is because you're like, man... Because when he gets it, or if he gets it, yeah. my God, he's going to score 30. He's such a scorer. Think about it. We got that uh, the Porter quarter, and it was just so small. Like, yeah. he was, it was really effortless. It they didn't even really, feel like a Porter. You just said that. And I was like, was it a Porter quarter? Not really, but it was. It was, it was. Many, like, uh, he got the ball a couple a, of times. It was a preseason Porter quarter. All right, he got then. the ball a couple of times in a row. He knocked him down. He just, it just was easy. Yep. Like, he's actually stopping on mid, like, I mean, on fast break pull-ups. Like, yep. his confidence is clearly there. Um, so yeah, it was great to see those type of things, but yeah, just having, um, the rotation where everybody gets involved, like that's how you get back into a season. And also when you look at it, um, that was a positive where you say, um, didn't play well, but you still went into the half with a lead, you know, with the starters. And then from there you lose the game, but the starters didn't play. So it was like, you don't get down on that type of game. First game of the season, rust under you, um, working your way back into like from injury. Like, so things look good. I will say, Malone said that the guys will get 16 to 22 minutes. They played 15. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think Murray hit that shot at the buzzer, and Malone was like, you know, this feels good. Yeah, it did let's feel just, good. Let's just, I kind of agree. I mean, I kind of do too. I uh, I was fine turning the – I mean, the rest that, – that second half of the game was not watchable. However – It wasn't great. Uh, the first part of the – I mean, the first half of the game was delicious. I will say, so Porter was great. Jamal Murray missed his first three shots, I think, of the game. And then he goes, uh, you know, four of four from there uh, and really had a nice finish. So it was great to to see those guys back on the court. I will say one thing, and Yoke has to know this. It's really hard for you to ramp up to the season when Yoke doesn't shoot. And tonight it was so clear he wasn't going to even try. Because what the team has to do is adjust to Jokic being aggressive and tonight man he's in these weird he does these weird things man like it's a preseason like he doesn't count none of this stuff counts but like he does these things every now and then where you're kind of like are we gonna go 
deep into psychoanalysis. Uh, no, I'm not going into psych. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it's really hard to practice when your main fulcrum is oh, like, yeah, like I'm he, not practicing tonight. I mean, his body language was bad. Like when they would look at him on the bench, he was like his million kilometer uh, stare. Yeah. Like, he just was like. Like his just staring back at Sambor. We're back to the old days. Whenever he first gets back, saying, he's like, yeah. We're getting into uh, seasonal effects of depression. <laughs> Jokic did Let's rain go, tonight. Dude. Yes. Um, I will say, you know, Jokic's going to play, what, two, maybe three more games in this preseason. He's not going to play a lot. I hope we see a really aggressive Jokic in one of these, just because, in part, I'm so happy with the balance tonight. If these guys would have played two halves, presumably everybody would have gotten 14 shots, which is incredible. But I do want to see, does that balance maintain when Yoke's trying to kill his guy? Because to me, it's my number one hope. Again, this is preseason. None of this, for Yoke especially, nothing matters. Like There's a lot of guys nothing. that nothing matters, but for Yoke especially, it doesn't matter. But it is one thing where I would just love to see what this team looks like when he's being aggressive. And everybody, like a whole team is like, we got a double, we got a triple. I mean, and it's like, what, no, you better this not. This is what I'm saying. Like, Jokic was so removed. And we got enough from the guys that we were just wanting to be back. Like, yeah. the fact that Porter and Murray were able to score. And, we, you know, we got some good defense from KCP, even though his shot wasn't falling. Like, Aaron Gordon looked incredible. Like he was, he, he had was a, he had rebounding, a nice dunk, he was yeah. dunking, like he was back in that role he was talking about early <coughs> on about how uh, being able to play power forward, he's get into the grimier parts of his game, like the more grimier. muscly parts. And so like, the muscleier. Dude, that's what he was. I mean, he was, he was, uh, he played exactly that way. It was great. So I'm, I'm extremely excited for the season. This yeah. Year. With, with Jokic, um, you know, he's probably like a, like really good with icebreakers and things like that, just to make sure everybody feels comfortable yep. when you see that in these type of um, games where he could have went into this and, and dominated every single time because they didn't have the guys for him. It's the thunder. Um, but he knew that he had other guys that he had yeah. to work in. Um, you know, we, we we went on and on about MPJ coming back and Jamal Murray coming back and things like that. He understood that. So it's like, let's not take that moment away from them. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, like Adam was saying, you want to see what it looks like yeah. when he's at his best because that's when the Nuggets are going to be at their best. That's when they look like contenders. So while I think it's great that he got you know them acclimated and got their confidence up and got them going – um, where they could go with it. Now you take the time to be like, okay, now you guys work around me. Yeah. Um, so I think it was, uh, I mean, he came in with the intention to pass and get them going. Oh, yeah. Now it's like, okay, let's slowly start ramping up into what we need to be. I bet he doesn't take a, pre a shot the entire preseason. Yoke, he yeah. never takes a shot. What like, did he have anymore? He did, he have one, two? did he have take one? He, he, he took one, one shot. He had the... one shot. It was in the corner. It was a three. And it's because they gave, he had to. He gave it to him with one second do, left of the shot clock. Because to do anything else would have been too obvious. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It would have been too obvious if he would have just like not shot it. They'd be like, bro, what? Oh, uh, that's too funny. Um, if we have any notes on Codwell Pope, I mean, he goes one of eight. Here's the thing about shooters, and I believe this about Christian Brown, too. You either make or miss when you're in a low usage oh, yeah. three and D role. Like if you don't make the three part, then it's like you're you just suck. D, yeah. And tonight, Caldwell Pope went one of eight, oh of four from the three point line, <laughs> one rebound, one steal. And so you look at it and you go, huh, a little bit of a weak game. So yeah. here's actually one way to put it: those guys all finished in the positive, except for Porter, who was a minus two. But I wouldn't read anything into it. But those guys basically all played neutral. And Jokic went zero of one. Caldwell Pope went one of eight. That's what I'm saying, yeah. man. <laughs> Say yeah, Caldwell Pope just like was like trying to be Will Barton. He just wanted to be Will Barton. And <laughs> he just want, he he's studying tape all summer. He's like, he's I, like, like I, I know exactly what to do here. <laughs> he's you know? like, I gotta get, I gotta get the crowd to turn on me immediately. <laughs> there were people on the time over at in. random times, but uh, really, the the one thing that did stand out about him, he ran the floor well. Like yeah. he did space. Like he has an understanding of where to be well, um, at spots, and also he had open shots. Like he just didn't knock down those shots. But uh, you know he. He's, like, wide open every single time. So um, once those fall, you're not looking at it the same way. He's also a shooter. He's also a scorer. So you take those looks every single time. When they start falling, nobody's complaining about it. Vaca TV, you guys know about them, right? They're the goats in Denver sports. But here's what you really need to know about them. On October 27th of this very month, this very year, we're going to debut our documentary. We're only days away from maybe, I don't know how soon, before reviewing the poster of the documentary and the title, which I'm very excited. And just shortly after that, the trailer, the first trailer for this documentary. So some big things coming around this week. But 
Ivaka TV is going to be the place where you can watch that documentary from our Serbia trip that you can watch it um, exclusively. They're also the GOAT in Colorado sports because they've got Altitude TV. Where else can you watch them this year? Only Avaca TV. Um, to score this great deal, Avaca TV is, uh, uh, will give you $25 a month plus $5 receiver. Right now, Colorado sports fans get $10 off if you use our code. I saw somebody on Reddit the other day that was like, hey, I just bought it. And someone's like, you used the promo code to get the deal. And they're like, what promo code? Idiots. Morons. Ridiculous. They don't, not DMVR people. Watching. <laughs> paying $10 too much a month. Makes which me, is a lot. That's twice as much. Sick. Uh, you want to instead go to evoca.tv slash Colorado 10. That's evoca.tv slash Colorado 10. And what does that get you? $10 off a month, uh, off per month for three months. And incredible there. No contracts, no catches. Evoca TV is made for champions of the remote. You guys want to know where else you can get incredible deals? Where's that? The Game Time app. How much would you guess you could, on the Game Time app, how much do you think you could have gotten a seat for at this game tonight? Under $5. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. you say $5? $1! The Game Time app, you could have gone to the Nuggets game tonight for $1 on the Game Time app. I might have asked for a refund on the way out. What's that? You might have asked for That might have been an overpay. $1 you could have got that tonight. If you missed out, I'm telling you, you should go to preseason games. They're cheaper. You can get down close. But you should always use the Game Time app. Guys, in the link to the description of the show, you will see... The link to all of our sponsors. Use that game time app. I'm telling you, now is the time because preseason is almost here. You're looking for some tickets, maybe opening night you want to go. You hop on the game time app. I promise you're going to find great deals on there. They've got all these specials. You know how it is. You sign up. they got all these different specials. Look at it right there. It's super easy to use. Even my old ass can use it. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's the that's the, that's the real. Right there. Now that's I real. know. That's actually pretty crazy. And especially now if you have like, uh, you know, young kids. You might as well get out to a game right now. They don't understand what's going on. You also get to like live in the moment. Actually, you have kids. Look at you, man. You're this is so smart. I should I should have brought my girls tonight. That's that's the time that you do it. For a dollar? Like, yeah, they're so little, they're gonna want to get up and where's Rocky? Like, yeah, just one dollar. You could be like the the, the cool guy. You could have been their friends. Bring their friends. I could have told them all your friends are welcome. (laughs) They're an extra one dollar. so if you guys love DNVR, you're gonna love the game time app. Again, our partners aren't just advertising partners, they're people we fully get into bed with. We fully get into bed with these people. I mean, I, I, the phrasing is a little strange, but I, really I mean, strange. I agree. Best way to support us, buy tickets on the Game Time app. Guess what, guys? We're doing things a little bit different this year. We're going to experiment with doing things a little bit different. We have two people at the arena tonight. We have Harrison Wind. We also have Brendan Vogt. No. Right now, we're going to go live to Brendan Vogt, who has been in the presser with none other than Michael Malone. I suspect he was a cranky one in the postgame. <laughs> Somebody downstairs said earlier, we didn't have the bad practice at training camp. They're like, this is the bad practice. <laughs> this game was the bad practice. Malone will be pissed. Let's find out if we're right. Is he ready to come on there? There he is. He's on the air. Brendan Let's go. Vogt. Let's go. And look at that great shot we have of him with the arena behind him. Uh, Vote, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. And I'm happy to report that you're dead on about Michael Malone. Not only, not only was he less than pleased, he utilized this presser as if it were the bad practice at training camp. We got all the cliches off. Uh, they did not get better today, gentlemen. They didn't uh, get better. Well, he's probably right about that. The transition defense was poor. The paint defense was poor. Uh, the perimeter defense was poor. He has a hard time pointing to any area where they excelled, and his their weaknesses are still glaring in bright neon lights. Does that, does that sum up his mood for you? I mean, it's funny because he's right. Like, he's definitely right. But at the same time, like, I don't know, man. It's preseason... It's a little, I mean, a little concerning, but I, he has to play it's these notes. 0% concerning. I mean, they did look like they didn't know what they were supposed to be doing defensively. I mean, that was a really bad defensive effort. And it is funny that Malone specifically singled <laughs> out transition defense, and they were just giving up the worst transition defensive <laughs> possessions ever. So, all right. Well, go on. What else? Surely that was all he was upset about. Yeah, well, if you believe it or not, guys, for Malone, it all starts with defense. And if yeah. they're not competing and they're not shrinking and they're not helping, um, well, now all of a sudden you're taking the ball out of the basket and you're playing against a set defense every time. So it's not just the points you're giving up. It's, it's, it's the burden that puts on the offense as well. He did not like the way the second unit played tonight, obviously, particularly Bones. Um, and it was really all about how hard he's playing through the ups and the downs, which Malone talks about that a lot with Bones, his mentality. He cited guys like Brown and Watson. They came in, they played hard. They missed some shots, but they played hard the whole time. That wasn't really the case for Bones. Um, he did say that Bones will be better. The second unit will be better. And that's what the preseason is for. 
uh, but it, it definitely was not to his liking tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, Bones, because I kind of did. You get the sense that Bones, I don't want to say got benched, but that he, his minutes were like kind of reduced tonight. So I, I think, yeah, I think he got preseason benched. We did yeah. see ish at times where we could have seen Bones and. Look, just being in the building, there were a couple of moments where, where Malone definitely had some work with some stairs for, for Bones coming off the floor. Yeah. I think it was an effort thing. You know, it wasn't just the results, but just Malone wanted to see defense tonight, first, second, third, and fourth. And it's the very last thing he saw. And so we heard, right. we heard from a Malone in the exact kind of mood we anticipated. One note, fellas, on that second unit, it was DeAndre Jordan in the game at backup center. Like we talked about it, you guys talked about seeing a training camp. But Malone did mention that that's not set in stone. Zeke Naji will get looks. He's going to get some looks with the second unit, Malone even said, in this preseason. So that great training camp Zeke had in San Diego, that's still going for him, Malone said. And so that's not set in stone. And when asked by our Harrison Wynn that that means there's a position battle, a competition, Malone said it's all a competition right now. I think there are a lot of guys back in the locker room that think their roles are set in stone, and that is not the case. This is definitely the angry Malone. He is playing oh, all the notes. Man. This is such a class. This is such a Malone from uh, preseason practice, not a not a preseason game. But you know what? Sometimes you just have to play the hand that's dealt. Um, you know what? He, does? he liked the way DeAndre Jordan played. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? He singled him out. Uh, he had eight eight points, six boards, dynamic roller. Still, Malone said. I mean, it was a. I don't know if it was effusive praise, but it it, it was praise. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, give me what else what else you got there? That's mostly it uh from Malone guys and it, it was it, it he knows it's preseason. He knows this is where you get, you know, the rust off, but he talked all summer and 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 in these last few weeks about wanting to see them sort of humming, right? Clicking on all four cylinders, really operating like a championship organization. And guys came in and didn't play very hard tonight. And yeah. so whether it's a problem or not, in our world, it's the very biggest problem in Michael Malone's world. And and he reacted just how you'd expect. Well, take us to the one or two good parts of the night. You know, Michael Porter and Jamal Murray make the return. Uh, just talk, take me to the moment where Jamal Murray hits his three. What was it like inside of that? Uh, it inside was, the arena? It was the, you could feel uh, it was a light crowd tonight, but you could tell that was the moment the crowd was waiting for, obviously. You know, his... His announcement in the starting lineup was a moment for sure, but it was really that shot when everyone kind of got to their feet, and it was uh, it was a sense of relief for sure. And and not just that he hit that shot, but that he got into a little rhythm there in, at the end of the half. Then of course it's the buzzer beater to give them the lead, and it's just been so long. It's been so long since we've seen it. Uh, it's been so long since he's seen himself do it, and him motioning to the crowd. You know, this is what yes. I'm so glad you brought that up. I did. We actually did just get to talk to him briefly when is is down there now, still with Porter and others. But he talked about that moment as as, as good for him. Just to, he hasn't felt that. He hasn't been in that zone, locked in like that in so long. Because um, I I think in a way it almost gets away from Jamal. He hits those shots. He's so hyped. I don't even know if that's a calculated reaction. I think it's just happening. And it's been so long for him since he's been in that headspace. And so Jamal was in a good mood tonight. I, he wasn't uh, overjoyed. But I think he was happy to have some of these firsts out of the way and happy to be back. Now, we all here have our guy, you know, little little corners of, of the world that we carved out early. Porter kind of is one of your guys, I mean, for sure. Tonight, the shot making, we hadn't seen it in a while, but that, that didn't take any time. There was no, like, ramp up to Porter's shot making. He just came in and started making shots again. Oh, not only that, he just gave us the full experience. There was the, the look off Jokic for an ill-advised long two. That was nothing but net. There was the <laughs> that is, that's favorite. the actual full porter is the look off of Yoke hit a contested long two. <laughs> and it's like you yeah. wrong answer, but it's also right. Yeah, Yoke's like, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, there was my personal favorite porter possession uh, was when Yoke found him in what should have been the quarter. But Porter forgot to relocate to the corner, had no idea the pass was coming, bobbled it, and then just stepped back <laughs> and hit a three anyway. <laughs> That's what we're watching with Michael Porter. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, well, we can sit here and laugh at it. Malone's going to be a little grouchier, I'm sure, but we can sit here and laugh at it. Any final thoughts before we get you out of here? 
I don't, you know, it's not going to be like riding a bike for these starters. Uh, it, they do need those reps together. I think we learned that tonight. Um, I don't think, I don't think they need, uh, I don't think they're going to struggle per se, but it's just, they got to be on the floor. They got to get some reps together. But by the end of that half, they were doing some of the stuff we expected to see. It felt good to see. Um, I'm sure they'll be fine in the long run. All right. Get home safe, buddy. Bye, guys. We're going to kick him off so that I can say, strong disagree. Uh. <laughs> no, here's my thing. Like, it might take some time. Here, here's my thing as we're sitting here processing all of this. We can't let Yoke off the hook entirely for this. Yeah. Yoke's passive aggressive. The team came out and they didn't have energy tonight, right, defensively. They weren't locked in. Mm. Who's the best player on the team? Mm, KCP. <laughs> Would you say Yoke came in with, like, locked-in energy? Like he no, was coming he wasn't out here? playing at all. And this is my point, man. Like, we can't just kind of laugh at it. I mean, what is funny to us, we do get to laugh at it. It's not that heavy for us personally over here. We just yeah. want to win. But I will say that there's something to, if your main guy is kind of in a weird headspace, it's hard for the rest of the team to be like, here we go, we're going to make a statement and show ourselves we can do this. And I kind of feel like... This is when Malone talks about what needs to happen from Yoke this year. It's leadership is vocal. Some of it is just knowing, like, hey, man, you got to come out here and show them that you're taking the game seriously so they take it seriously. Again, I'm not trying to put this on Yoke, but I do think this is part of his learning curve. Yeah, it also makes sense on why he uh, was pretty critical of Bones and then high on DeAndre Jordan. Um, DeAndre Jordan doesn't have high expectations going into this game, sure. or not for him. Right. Um, but he's still playing hard. He still was productive and, and active in that game, even though there was some mistakes. It was still him giving his all. Um, Bones, on the other hand, he has very, very high expectations for him, and he has a lot that he has to prove, and a lot is riding on him this year. So you can't have those mental lapses. You can't come out and not play hard the entire mm -hmm. time. Um, and Malone knew how to use that against them, especially in game one. If you do a game one, then you set the tone for the year because it's a lot, you know, riding on that. Um, with Yoke, you kind of have to give the same type of, you know, um, conversations where it's like, hey, we know how great you can be. We know how good you are. Um, but also, you know, you have to key in and make sure that you set the tone for everybody else on the team because, you yeah. know, they go as you go. So same things. Dylan says, who else had Adam disagrees on their bingo card? <laughs> I'm sure Brendan did. <laughs> See, like, I, I mean, I, I understand all of this. I, I understand. Like, for me, like, watching this game, like, I was really interested in seeing how Jamal Murray was going to look, how Michael Porter Jr. was going to look, how Bones Highland was going to look, how Bruce Brown was going to look. Yeah. Um, and of that, the only one that didn't look that great was, unfortunately, Bones Highland. But, um, you know, Bones Highland was doing too much. The starters were doing too little. But the, the, at the end of the day, they still, like, figured it out. I mean, I know that they we need to get the flowing, beautiful, popping basketball that is going to propel the Nuggets to their ultimate ceiling. I mean, that's how, that's how they win. Yeah. That is how they win. But they also are talented enough to, to shoot their way out of it. I'm not advocating that they do that. I just – I'm not worried about it. Like, I just need to see <coughs> Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray feel confident that their shots are going to fall. And I know for a fact that – it literally is going to snap into place with Nikola Jokic. As soon as he, all he does is just get people the ball exactly where it needs to be, and then he just needs people to be able to complete the. But he didn't. He shot. didn't. But he didn't necessarily do that tonight. He didn't I mean, care at all tonight. I know, but this is my point, and we don't have to belabor it. I do think Yoke has to care. Like yeah. Yoke has to do. If here's he, the thing: that wants to win tonight's game, he does. But to, but I'm saying to get the team to where they need to be for the oh, regular season. I don't season. know. I, do. I, I I still think even. Game one, like it's like I, I, if this if these people had never played together before, like I think I would feel a little bit more concerned. I mean, I just, I, I just I don't see any. I, I don't care at all. Like, I, let me ask you this: If Yoke came out tonight in the zone, mm -hmm. just with intensity, do you think the team's defense is better? Probably. That's my whole point. But I mean, like, I think he will come out like that, and the defense will be better when the lights are actually. Here, here, here's the thing: Sometimes when you're as gifted as Yoke is, you think like. Well, I can just flip a switch. Well, I can do this or that. Yeah. But I'm not sure that Michael Porter can. I'm not sure that, like, but you Michael know, Porter was I mean, but Michael Porter was given more responsibility tonight as a result. Like, he probably got more shots up. He probably got – because Jokic was unwilling to shoot them. But we're talking about the Nuggets not being there defensively tonight, which is their challenge. But their challenge yeah, is to be a good defensive – Yoke came out tonight on his heels. I'm just saying, I do think this is part of – like, uh, also, unfortunately for Yoke, he has to do all the parts he hates the most in basketball. Yeah, also, what is the one thing that they say about Yoke? The, uh, the negative. Uh, that can't he guard? He, no, that he's not a leader. Oh. And, and that's how you set it, that you have to set the tone on that end where you can't just turn on yeah. a switch. The, the Nuggets are good. They're not 
that good where right. you're, you know, having to figure it out or we're going to be good, you know, eventually. Like, the defense is not there. So you start from day one, you know, trying to say, hey, we made all these changes. We made this difference. Um, also, you have the, the back-to-back MVP. Like, he should be the one that's upset and talking to the guys about, hey, we can't lose to that type of team. We have to be more locked in. Mm-hmm. We have to be – that's where the leadership, um, you know, standpoint comes from. And I think this was a perfect opportunity for him. But if you mail it in, now you're not the one that can call other guys out. Right. And now, you know, when does the leadership, like, come from? Yeah. It's a preseason game. It's game number one. So, But I just will file it around. But I just file it around as a note. Like, hey, I sure. would love to see Yoke come out with sure. a little more intensity, set a tone, and be able to hold everyone accountable. Let's go to the bench, though, because there's a lot of interesting things here. Who was your standout from the bench tonight? Non-starters. Everybody else. Mm. Was it DeAndre Jordan, like Michael Malone? God, maybe. I mean, DeAndre right. Jordan looked pretty good. Bruce Brown looked pretty good. Uh, I think Bruce Brown will be one of those Zeke guys. Zeke Naji looked pretty everywhere. good at the end, but it I think that was an It absolute, was Zeke. I think it was Zeke. The thing about Zeke, though, he played at the absolute, yeah, absolute you're right. end, of the end of the bench. Like, he was, you know, he wasn't going up against anybody. I'm still going to go with Zeke. Uh, the reason I'm going to go with him is because uh, it was the things that, you know, you need from. He was super aggressive. He's dunking on guys. He's trying to be aggressive and dunk the ball every single time he touches it. Um, he is trying and, to dunk it a lot. Yeah. And you you need those type of things, especially if it seems like, it, I mean, all conversations and all everything is pointing to him being the backup center mm-hmm. or him playing the center spot. So if you have a guy that's going to grab the ball and try to dunk it every single time, I mean, that makes sense. Um, the three ball's not falling. He's getting stronger. He's getting bigger. Why not be able to put him down there? And he's showing that he can uh, make mm. that type of transition. So he has to be the guy for me right now. And also, you already know defensively, he's going to be able to step out and he becomes an interchangeable defender because it's not just him guarding bigs, but he can step out on a, on a wing if he has to. So if you need a, a lockdown defender, throw him in. Five offensive rebounds tonight. Now, he only had only had six rebounds, which in 17 minutes, okay, I mean, not great, not terrible. But five offensive rebounds, yeah, which is, I mean, that that's big. One defensive rebound, that's small. But five offensive rebounds. So an interesting game from him tonight. It was more interior oriented. I felt yeah. like he did only he had three three point attempts, but goes one of three. But he did find himself inside. And I think your point about him trying to show off his new sound found muscle. He did have a couple take ups today that were not easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like I have to go through the guy to go up and finish, and he dunked it. And I can't remember if it might have been Poku, yeah. the easiest guy to muscle, <laughs> but he still let him know about it. You know, so and he's trash talking, and, tra- and I well, love that. Like yeah. I love the fact that he's trash talking. He used to be a guy that like you know played C notes and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, on the keys. Now he's trying to dunk on guys, and he's wearing gold do rags. Like I think well, that we're starting to see the, the cool um, Zeke Naji, and also like just. <laughs> A lot more aggressive, and I love that. Yeah, I just I need to see him do it against somebody who's going to play an NBA game this season. You know, like yeah, but he's also not a starter. Like this is not a. Well, I know, but he's like, playing against guys that. Well, are I know, like but I, like I have a hard time getting like that excited about things that happen in the fourth quarter of a preseason. He looked fine, but like I, there was nothing. That you I have was, to grade the things that are happening, though. You're grading the meaning of the extrapolating the meaning. Yes, of because course. I'm looking forward to yeah, the but NBA Yoke, season. Like, but I'm saying Yoke wasn't is Jokic going to be a downtrodden guy and the the start like is it going to be discombobulated come when game one of the NBA season starts? No. Absolutely not. In a vacuum, like, okay, like if we were really like looking to win this preseason game and get a uh, perfect process, like. Uh, what did Malone say that we didn't get better today, though? That's all we're looking That's I don't all think you're that's looking true. for. I don't think that's true. Really? Uh, just to get confidence out of MPJ well, and, that's true. And, that's true. Uh, and Jamal Murray and see that they're able to play that, again and do it again. That's definitely against, true. Yes. Like, that is all that matters in this conversation. Like, nothing matters at the end of the bench. Nothing. I want to see them do it against a real NBA team, though. Well, okay, but those are at least starters. Well, no, they, they, they weren't. They weren't Not starters. NBA this teams. was their backups playing starters. Minutes. Well, I mean, like Jalen Williams started. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> No, I the don't same see thing. It's no, the same it's not. Thing. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, uh, but Zeke was fine. It was fine. It's like I just want to. I want Zeke to get in earlier. It, to me, it's like di- more disconcerting that he what, he had no run until right. it absolutely didn't matter. Well, didn't it come out right before the game that he had like an ankle like injury or tweak? Or I don't something think. Like so. That? Oh, I didn't it see did. that. There was like something that happened with his ankle. Well, he was dunking, so they didn't know if he was going to play or something like that. That's wild. I want to get to the rookies here real quick because I don't know that I have a ton of notes for Jeff Green, Bruce Brown, DeAndre Jordan, or Ish Smith. Although Ish Smith had some moments tonight, you know, yeah, he did some things tonight sure. that were like, hey, he could be out there. Um, I don't really even have notes for for Davon Reed or Bones Highland. 
But Christian Brown and P. Watt, <laughs> Peyton Watson, that is his real nickname, man. Like everybody out there was calling him P. Watt. So I'm like, all right, it's going to be P. Watt. You just got to get, you got to get with it, guys. Um, let's start with Christian Brown. O of six, O of two from Ugh. the three point line. Didn't necessarily have his fingerprints on the defensive end, although who was there to guard? But it, you know, didn't stand out there. The one thing I'll say, he record scratched like four times in a row. Like he clearly is in his own head about oh, yes. his shot, and it reminded me. I feel so bad for the guy. Like we got transported back to summer league, where to me the missed shots in summer league were one thing, but it was that he got rattled by it. I think he's rattled again already. Like he's super rattled, and it also threw off the rest of the group that was with him because. They're like, I, I, I don't, isn't it's not even that he's supposed to be the guy, but they kept on like making sure that yep. he was getting the shot. Like it was everything kept on bottling to him. And he's like, nope, I don't yep. want it. hot potato every single time. A and couple puts, that were like real obvious. It like, puts no, everybody else in a bad spot where they're trying to figure out what's going on. They're even trying to go back to him because they're trying to give him good looks. And he does not want to shoot him. He's like turning down shots. Yeah. Um. So like he has to get his confidence back up because especially with that. Unit, there was not many playmakers. There was not many scores. And for them to be going through you, like, they expected a lot more. He's missing layups. He's turning down shots. Um, He's biting on, like, you know, like rookie. Oh, he did. They weren't even head fakes. Yeah, like like bad, bad head fakes. The foul at the three-point line where there was, like, .5 seconds left. And that was against a guy that I I would never know his name. (laughs) They would never say his name again. So, like, think about, you know, when a, when a, a vet gets them in those type of situations, if you're going to be uh, relying so on them to do those type of things. So, Yo. this was like, a I think, an eye-opener like type of game for him where it's like, hey, you got to get yourself together. You got to yeah, get man. your confidence back. Like, where where's that champ that everybody, you know, talked about and, and knew? Yeah, man. He's... Like uh, he's not ready for this right now. Like I, I hope he gets time it, at the gold. Like I hope he gets like Christian Brown. Yeah, I hope that they send him. He's like not at all ready for the NBA. He just like it's so big for him right now. Like it's it, it is tr- like there were passes that were like we're talking about like one two three the natural end to that progression of passes he has and he's like uh, and he throws it to a guy who's much more uh, closely covered doesn't have a great shot. I mean uh, he just has no confidence. That's for what sure. I mean. Like, yeah. He has that. Like this league is so much about confidence. Honestly, most guys that sure. don't make it, it comes down to confidence. No, he has to develop his confidence. I don't know what he's going to here. Like he needs some time to like just really that first game that we watched him play at summer league, which you know is a cut well below even this level of competition. He looked incredible. He came out. He was the focus of the team. He was shooting with confidence. He was driving with confidence. Like everything he was doing tonight was like almost comical. He was like throwing the basket at, or the ball up and like didn't want to shoot it at all. I mean, I, I, I'm not killing the guy because obviously this is his first action um, in a, a true NBA environment. But um, I just, he just needs, he needs to, to marinate a little bit. Like, I'm curious. That the thing about it is, is I'm curious to see what minutes he gets because prior to the starters not coming back, he wasn't going to play. Yeah. So we might not see him in this Friday's game. We it, the starters are probably going to rest one of these games and he'll get a lot of minutes there. But I'm just I wonder if tonight was the best, the second best chance he's going to get. There'll be one game where he gets a better chance, but every other one he'll get just a little bit less. Oh, and haircut take. Uh, his he has a, he has the boys cut from Fantastic Sam's. He needs to, he needs to change his hair. I hate he has to. this. This is to me is the most important take. I we were talking earlier he about how can change we change, how can we get him more NBA ready because he doesn't look like an NBA <laughs> yeah. player. Look, I'm just saying. Yeah. Look, he needs to shave the head. I think he needs cornrows. Ta- uh, no, see, to bro, me, come on, man. To me, what he has to do, like cornrows. His hair, his hair lays down. His hair lays down. He's got a very business casual haircut. He needs to get a little like motion in it, a little up action, maybe a part, a uh, spike or two, like Luca. <laughs> Luca goes up with the hair, spiky. He's got a boyish charm, but he doesn't look like an actual boy. I think if Luca wasn't like a top five player in the world, we would not like his haircut. I think that the, I think I think we accept no, a lot of things before. He has a look. Yeah, he had the look before he got into the before we knew he was like. A, That's because he was a star a already. He was. We knew he was a monster. He won. He yeah. won a championship. Nah, but there's something to his look, <laughs> and there's also something. He was to Christian seventeen Brown. years old when he Christian Brown's look too. I. I, I agree. I, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say tattoos. He needs tattoos. But you can't pair tattoos with that haircut. Yeah, it, it <laughs> does not go. One of you could actually. Lie. You could. You could. He would look like a good Charlotte or something. Oh, yeah, you know, like he, he would look like a punk rock. He would have to wear a pop vest. punk. Not, He'd have not to wear punk. a vest with a t-shirt all the time. Like he'd have to look like a mixologist. 
to be able to pull off <laughs> a bunch of tattoos and that haircut. Would you design if he came to you and was like, "Hey, man, I would love some tattoos." Yes, you would design his tattoos. I would give him a sleeve full of Bones Highland tattoos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna put brown tattoos. Oh, and of course, like, welcome to brown. Tat- <laughs> oh man, that'd be horrible. Uh. Let's talk about P-Watt. I was actually impressed. Part of this is, again, expectations or whatever. But like, my expectations for Peyton Watson are very low. He did a couple things tonight where I was like, that's kind of exciting, you know, covering some ground or what have you. I wouldn't say that it was like anything like a great game. But he's the guy, of all the players off the bench, I think I'm most excited to go back and watch his minutes. Yeah, especially defensively. Like, he's super active. Mm-hmm. On offense, I feel like there was a lot of times he was lost. And also, I think there was like a lot of times he's mixed up with Brown where Definitely, he's like yeah. trying not to – like, get in the way while getting in the way. Um, that mid-range pull-up, horrible. But <laughs> defensively, like, he's all over yeah. the place. That block that he had True. where he got to the top of the – he got to the top of the backboard and got a block, like, out of nowhere. Um, it could have been a goaltend. Who knows? But, like, it's good to, like, be able to just, like, go after guys and, and make them work, like, extremely hard. Also, just, like, he looked a lot bigger than I thought he would. Um Really? He did. Well, just like taller. He just looked taller out there. Yeah, he, he did actually so, look really long. He looked yeah. long, but he looked so skinny. He looked like he, a, he looked like a rookie, rookie. Man, so when Malone was talking about how there's a picture of Zeke Naji in the gym and it says, like, what did you do this summer? It has the before and after, basically, of one summer. I hope that, that like, he's looking at that going Because yeah. he has a great build on him. Like, Peyton Watson's a guy that could come back next year and you'd be like, oh, my God, what happened to him? He, you yeah. know, he's got a good frame on him, but he does look. He has he has he's a boy's so, body. You know well, what he, I mean? Like he, he's, he has a rookie's body. Yeah, like, yeah. So many guys. He's a 19 year old look, body. Yeah, so many guys come in and look like that no. and then turn into monsters. I yeah. was impressed with him. Were you impressed with him tonight? I, to be honest, like, uh, our, you know, because we had impressions of both of the rooks uh, coming out of Summer League and, and P. Watt was like much less impressive in Summer League than Christian Brown. Um, but so I was kind of like, I didn't really expect anything. And I, I agree. Like he, he was very impressive defensively to me. His, his hands were flying around. He was getting in passing lanes. Um, he was just, he got a couple steals. Like he gets some crazy blocks, man. Yeah. I, you know, you want to hear a stat line? Yeah. Two points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks. <laughs> I mean, look, you, you laugh at that line, although he only played what, how many minutes here? He played 15 minutes. But to get two steals, yeah. two blocks, like two assists, yeah, no, that's I, actually a lot of production. It was like young uh, Vando. Yeah, it kind of was. He kind of was like young Vando he out there. He didn't have that one signature bounce pass. Yeah, he didn't. always remember him by. He didn't quite have that. It's coming. I, I, was, <laughs> I was impressed with him, and I was definitely worried about Christian Brown. Not because he missed shots, because you know, I don't care. Yeah. It's that he got rattled. And to me, I'm like, so you're, the point you made that I think is so right is, I think he has the skill set to play for this team. Like, mm-hmm. like he has a skill set to do it. But if you don't have confidence, I'd like yeah. Davon Reed, man. Think about how much Davon Reed. I because Davon Reed to me is like his skill set is. I'm like, okay, I don't know. He's a he's a eleventh guy skill set. That guy has confidence though. Like yes, he lets he it fly. He misses shot. Doesn't matter. He lets it go. And to me, that's the the big thing that differentiates them right now. Let's take a break. On the other side, Harrison Wind is going to be coming in from the arena. But first, I have to tell you about the greatest place for Dev to lead you astray, DraftKings Sportsbook. (laughs) NFL action, full swing, including tonight. Damn it. (laughs) You lose once, and that becomes your recognition. By two points. Actually came down to the very end. It came came down down to to Christian Brown. Christian Brown. (laughs) It comes down to Christian Brown. I'm surprised you can kill him more for that, actually. Uh, He should have been way tougher. NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook. Betting on football so fun betting on football better than watching football makes it even preseason tonight actually can i tell you something bet on preseason what were we doing down the final minute of this game (laughs) sweating cheering going hard why because it came within laughing uh DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl we're talking touchdowns big parlays and even bigger wins new customers can bet just five dollars they actually have so many promos can i tell you how many promos they have i can't even use them all (laughs) i'm not even joking about that they're all back there in the top line you bet five dollars at any nfl team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do and check this out in addition to the usual bets everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays these are really cool this is where if you bet three rounds you get like 10 percent of your bread four rounds of 15 or whatever. And it goes up and up and up. So if you have one of these crazy, you want to put $1 on a crazy parlay, they'll give you an enormous boost, you know, if you put like a 10-teamer on there. So it's really great. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DMVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. I also want to tell you guys about Eric's favorite sponsor, Athletic Greens. 
Yeah. If you guys ever want to hear about Eric's fingernails, this is the moment. To, this <laughs> I is think the moment most to do people it. want to hear about my fingernails. We told you guys this. We went to Serbia, and what did we do? We ate meat and we drank rakia yep. nonstop yep. for seven days. Guess I what? Didn't even think Loved we ate it. Meat. Missed it. <laughs> it was meat. Yeah, we ate a lot no, of I meat. I just think we mostly just drank rakia. We drank a lot of rakia. Uh, guess what? Woke up every day feeling like a million bucks. Why? I'm guessing it was the uh, exchange rate. Uh, it was the exchange rate for sure, but I'm guessing it's because we started every single day like a ritual. It was almost like we would go to bed cheersing, and then we'd wake up cheersing with athletic greens. Um, better gut health, more energy. There's the things. Optimize immune system. You hate taking pills, vitamin. You have to take like 50 of them. Nope. Just drink your uh, your one shake in the morning. Supplements that actually taste great. Uh, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, probiotics, whole food source, superfoods, and Adaptogens, let's the adaptogens go. Adaptogens that you really want to get. So check them out. Um, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and free five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/nuggets. Athleticgreens.com/nuggets. Let's go. All right, back here, final segment. To step back real quick here, we're going to wait for Win for just a little bit. We may get him, we may not. He's in the locker room. Locker room availability opened up again, so. Um, you know, him over there schmoozing. The one thing that I take away that structurally, like I don't think we should read into anything, you know, too big, but the one thing that I'm writing down now on my notes of what am I looking for the rest of preseason, that second unit, the spacing was really bad. Mm -hmm. And the reason is Bones Highland's a great three-point shooter, but he's got the ball in his hands. DeAndre Jordan put pressure on the rim. He did that okay tonight. Jeff Green, good three-point shooter, but not a kind of guy that you're like, don't under any circumstances leave him open. He's all right. Dave Unreed, same thing. Bruce Brown, same thing. They don't really have anybody that's a don't leave that guy. And tonight, Malone was upset at Bones. Malone wanted defense. I understand it. It's preseason. You're trying to establish what you establish. But offensively, I kept thinking, Bones has a really hard job out there. There's not a lot of spacing. I'm worried about it. Are you worried about it? Absolutely. Like, it's just a tough spot to be in, especially to be a young guy who's getting asked to do so much. And then you get put into, a, like, a, a rotation where there's no balance at all. There's no spacing. There's not guys that can knock it down so they can pack the paint. Like, right. a, in a regular season game, you know, the other team's going to pack the paint. It's going to be even tougher for for Bones because he has to facilitate, but also he's their best shot at scoring. And you put that at the guard spot, it's just a, it's, it's hard. Um, so with that, you're going to have to just do straight defense with just knocking down shots every now and then. That's just not ideal. It's not what you would want for the whole time. And also now you have to um, look like more forward to ha- having to stagger. Having to put guys on those spots, but you can't do that with Bones, especially on nights that that Jamal Murray's not playing. So then it has to be through uh, um, Michael Porter Jr. You're putting him in a tough spot of adding him more minutes, and now he's having to do too much. Like I really just don't like um, the way that that looks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it uh, it is funny. Like thinking about the lineup and then actually seeing it perform are always like two separate things. I didn't really have any concern about the bench. Just the thought of adding Bruce Brown was exciting. And then bones taking a step uh, this year feels like those two and like in and of themselves will provide enough offense potentially. But then, but seeing it, you're like, Oh man. All right. Like this is going to be a little bit tougher and a longer haul than maybe I expected. I I don't know. I'll, I'll be ex- uh, do you think that the second unit with the, that we saw is locked in? No. Locked in? Like, what, what do you what do you expect the second unit to actually be come game one? Well, I'm sorry, say that again. What do you think that the second unit will actually be come game one? Like, it'll be. I think it'll be the same one. Bones, Bruce Brown. Uh, who else? I mean, uh, we got uh, <laughs> DeAndre Jordan. Is he going to be the backups too? So here's here's one of the questions. I'm sorry, Wynn was asking me, letting me know. Um, Oh, everything's done here then. Okay, so yeah. Um, The one thing I will tell you is I was sitting here watching it, and I thought coming into it, if there's a move, we know what it is. It's DeAndre Jordan for Zeke. I don't know if that's the first move you would tinker with. The one I wondered tonight watching it was Ish Smith. Would he come in and play alongside Bone? You slide Bones. Not to off ball because I think you still want ball on, him on ball, but just a secondary creator because to me there was a lot of dribbling, a lot of standing around dribbling, 
And so I just kept thinking, and I, again, I don't even blame Bones because part of me is like, what do I want him to do right now? Swing it to Jeff Green for an ISO? Like, I don't know. And then the other part was the stagger is the ultimate thing. And maybe the Nuggets just weren't going to play enough minutes to do that I mean, tonight. Could, I could see them staggering KCP also. Like, t- him yeah, that gives play you alongside Bones, and you have two shooters back there at least. I don't think that's going to be the move. It might be Murray. If it's Murray, that might actually really help. And it might be MPJ eventually. I mean, part of me thinks MPJ wants shots. He's a good, tough shot maker. Then, you know, we might. Maybe that's the thing we do is you put MPJ there and tell him to get a little bit more aggressive. Uh, Dev, if you were to make a tweak to that, what do you feel like after seeing the night? What do you feel like would be the tweak? Well, it was it was now thinking about the Ish Smith and Bones. I think that that it makes the defense have to guess. It also gives you a lot of speed. Um, where you're having to change your lineup, um, you know, just because, I mean, the Nuggets, they don't have the size, but they do have the speed, and also they have a guy that's off ball that can shoot the ball now. So now you have a weapon in Bones where he's not having a ball in his hands, but when he gets the ball in his hands, now other guys can make it happen. So I think that that would be a wrinkle that I would try to add, uh, or just having Bones play off ball um, with another, like a KCP, um, or someone else that can be a playmaker, but also... um, uh, like put him in a b- ability that he could shoot the ball. Did did uh, Bruce Brown was he the primary ball handler? I, I didn't think I saw him no. at all. Right? No, 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 no. It was Bones. Yeah, I wonder if we, they would ever switch that up at all. I mean, like and Bruce Brown, I don't think is a good enough ball handler to be the primary ball handler. He's like Aaron Gordon. You can have him initiate yeah. the offense and stuff sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. That's just one of my big questions I had looking at this is, again, it's one game. I don't want to read too much into it. But it's one thing where I was like, that lineup, I think, is going to be the thing that, that becomes scapegoated. Um, we have Harrison Wind. We do. Oh. Harrison Wind live from the arena. He talked to Michael Porter. I'm not sure if he talked to anyone else, though. We'll find out. Wind. Hey, guys. How's Ball Arena? <laughs> Vote went home already, huh? Yeah. I got out of the presser. <laughs> Went up to the lower bowl to look for him. The guy's just gone. Hey, that's, I respect right. that. <laughs> he oh, pulled a dick. I was like, we can down. do that? We can just leave? Incredible. Yeah. Um, I was going to like talk to him. Oh, how'd how the show go? Yeah. Uh, you know, just talk about the night. Boom. He's just gone. All right. Well, um, who did you talk to? Did you, Were you at the podiums tonight? Yeah, Michael Porter spoke. Uh, he was really the only one that we got to speak to tonight. There's a weird setup this year with the media where they do podium stuff and stuff in the locker room at the same time. So it's kind of happening on top of each other. But, yeah, we, I spoke to Michael Porter tonight. He had a couple things to say. All right, let's hear it. What do you have to say? Oh, well, he was just asked about, you know, this being his first game in a while. He said it felt really good to get out there, but he still has a long ways to go. And what he was talking about is just the rhythm. You know, he said, like, the rhythm of the game. Like, that's obviously the, the toughest part to grasp when you're coming back from an injury and just haven't played uh, for so long. And Jamal even talked about that as well. Just the fact that a game versus practice is, is so different. Um, and then he was just talking about the chemistry with the starting five. He thinks it's in a good spot right now, but it's going to be even better in a couple of weeks. And they have so much talent, especially in that first five. He said, sometimes we just overthink it on offense. And so he thinks in a couple of weeks they'll be just leaps and bounds more cohesive than they are right now. I mean, that's definitely true. Um, it's good, though, that he felt like it was – that the rhythm is good, though. I mean, one of the questions we have, obviously, is he's going to be content with the amount of shots he's getting. And at least tonight, it sounds like he was. Yeah, it definitely seems like he was. He was talking about just the play calls and how the offense runs with those starters and with Jamal Murray, Nicole Jokic, and him. And he said most of it is just read and react. Uh, most of it is just kind of playing within the flow. And I think that's a good thing, to your point. He was also asked, like, about playing within the offense versus just taking shots that he knows he can hit. Some some of the shots that Michael Porter takes are shots that nobody else can get away with taking, but he can get away with them because he just hits those. And he said 
I remember my rookie year, they'd be so upset with some of the shots I'd take. And then he also said, there's a balance. You know, if I'm hot, I might take some tougher shots you know, than I would if I wasn't rolling. Yeah. I mean, look, five of seven tonight. I mean, what can you say? Yeah, Mike. Uh, yeah, other than yeah, Mike. Um, all right, what else he have? And then the last thing he said was just about Jamal coming back. Um, he said he was almost happier for Jamal than he was for himself coming back. Oh, wow. Which I thought was an interesting quote. Yeah. And then finally he was asked about just if this was a nice reminder to everybody out there of what he can do. And Michael Porter said, look, I decided I'm not playing for other people anymore. Um, you can have an Good. amazing season. You'll still have critics. So I'm just playing for my team and myself. Man, I hope I hope he really can hold up to those things. I mean, that's an easier thing, easier said than done. I mean, yeah. the pressure in the NBA and all the people talking about you, including us. Nonstop I, I hope at a certain point he starts to play for me. Yeah. I, hey man, I'm telling you, learned this lesson a long time ago. They're they're not playing for you. Yeah, I didn't know that he was not playing for us. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? I want to hear your notes, Wind. What are your some of your, some of your personal takeaways from from tonight? Yeah, um, I mean, I think the biggest story coming into tonight was obviously Jamal Murray. I felt like in that first stint, he was definitely just kind of getting his feet wet feeling everything out, you know, not trying to do too much. And then that second time he came in in the second quarter, it definitely felt like something shifted. And he looked a lot more comfortable. He looked a lot more confident. And then I feel like that shot he hit right at the uh, halftime buzzer, right? Yeah. Or like right before halftime. That was when you looked at and you're like, all right, like, that's the Jamal Murray of old. So I felt like it was a great night for Jamal. All things considered, just him him coming back, coming off cold, or coming you know off the bench cold, and just having a couple a couple vintage Jamal Murray moments. Yeah, I I almost feel like you know you it's weird to say, but he needs those moments. You know, that's what feels good, and you need sometimes oh, that yeah. feel good to kind of be like, oh, oh yeah, this is great. I need to there's, keep going. There's so much that is unwritten about how what goes into successful NBA basketball play, and it's, right now Christian Brown has none of it. <laughs> Jamal Murray can like get a lot of it, just feeling man, good, man. Like you're, just, you're coming off like uh, Matt Moore with Faku. Uh, I just, man, it look it's rough. It looks rough. <laughs> I, he just need. I'm not saying he can't get it. I, I mean, Matt Moore would c- criticize Faku for being short, and I don't. He could never become tall. What are you thinking about his hair? Is that going to be your short uh, about Christian Brown's hair? No, it's going to be his inability to put the basketball into the hoop. That, that's going to get me upset that, about that. That'll get you. That'll get you. <laughs> that's a tough one to overcome. That's a, that's a, that's a real that's a tough one to overlook. Um, yeah, what else, Harrison? You know, um, Nicole Jokic's wrist, I think, is something to monitor. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> we were told explicitly it's nothing. <laughs> We're being told, um, but I mean, it was you know, something enough to be getting treated for the entire second half. I, I, I don't think it's anything crazy or anything major, but it's just something to monitor. It's It bothered him a lot last year. It's uh, It seems like it's bothering him a little right now, so we'll see. I can't wait to talk about the bench all season. Um, just really excited for that conversation that might be tomorrow's show the most annoying conversations we can tell we're gonna have all year (laughs) yeah that's gonna be a fun one and um yeah bones highland not a great night for him definitely a key takeaway from the bench michael mullen was not happy with bones highland today yeah like it seemed like that was definitely the guy that irked him the most and um it was in a lot of ways a classic preseason game number one yeah, yeah, I would agree. For sure. All good takes. Well, Harrison, thanks for uh, doing the hard work out there to the heavy lifting. We'll see you in studio tomorrow. Thanks for not leaving. Oh, no. well, he's got <laughs> What time Cue is that it? outro music, Kale. Let's get out of here. We're going. We've I got super chats. Let's read them as you hit the outro music. Uh, what do we get? You guys super chat us on a preseason game. Man, we love they you. Love they want me. us to go back to Serbia. <laughs> We're gonna, we'll, listen, we'll do we'll it. Do it. We'll oh, do oh it. man, guess what? <laughs> Dev has to read these because I am behind a camera. 
299 super chat just so damn happy right now that my guy jamal is josh barnett back. gets it josh barnett josh gets barnett. it he's, he's not back only, dude he gets it my boy mike wilson said welcome back boys oh we back we we back. are mike david david w is it bad to be full smugged after one preseason game. Also, what up, D line? If uh, you're if you're a smugget after losing a preseason game to the B the G League I love, Thunder, I love everything about that message. I do too. You know, greatest right? message ever. We just have to be ourselves in this world. Josh Moore, Gary Harris guy. He said, "I think Gordon will be our X factor this season. Everyone is so happy with the big three being great, Jokic, man. MPJ, and Murray. This guy is a beast. He looks so good. Today. Don't sleep on him. We we really him. undersold how good." Ag looked like he looked incredible. Yeah, he looked great. Like honestly, he really, he, he really, looked, no, truly. I mean, he looked really good. When he's refreshed, though, he's just yeah. he's diffy. I agree. Is I that agree. different? Yep. I had to, <laughs> I had yeah. to put y'all on. Yeah, and the last one is Aaron uh, Sanchez said, <laughs> "Not even a Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Aaron. Just, just content. I can watch the Thuggets again. MVP times Woo. three. Times three. Well." <laughs> Times Off three. to a slow campaign for the MVP tonight. I'm not sure. I actually the MVP number. I believe tonight. that uh, non-voters, but people in the media that actually vote publicly, like Nick Wright, do consider the first preseason game in their criticism. Yeah, I was gonna say who, who's in the conversation right now. Oh, uh, let's see. Who's Joel Embiid, I understand. I did think not he's play. Oh, he didn't play. <laughs> yeah, he didn't play. <laughs> LeBron so, went like 0 for 8. Oh, LeBron yeah. was 0 for 8. <laughs> Wash King was 0 for 8. Oh my God. Yoke was 0 for 8. What's worse, 0 for 8 or 0 for 1? I, I think 0 for, 8. 0 for 8 is much Oh, uh, Yoke comes out and says, like, they say I'm washed. I'm going to prove it to him. Guys, it was great. That Murray's back, Porter's Bro. back. But it felt good just for us to be this back. This feels and incredible, I, doesn't it? Like, listen, uh, before the season actually kicks off, we will move back down into our natural habitat, the actual lounge. Winners. Can't wait to be out of this one. Winners more than losers. Uh, we're just putting some final touches on upgrading that as well. I can't wait. Dude, it's... Uh, Tis the season, isn't it? Yeah, and shouts to our guy Ray, man, who came out. OG. Raise the Amanda Christ. too. My Amanda's boy. Marco. We have people show up tonight for a preseason game. Yeah. I'm telling you, we have the best people. Everybody hit that like button on the way out. See you tomorrow. Let's go.